Hi guys, this is Dimple Mehta and you are listening to our quest. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast where we are trying to bring you topics that help you grow, achieve higher peaks in life, strive, thrive and congratulations as you've already taken the first step towards it. Today with us is a very special guest whom you will remember every time you're having breakfast because he's none other than the business head Gulf from Kellogg's Mr Dinesh Demla welcome to the show thank you very much dimple it's awesome to be here good to see you again it's good to see you always and today we are going to be talking about how to choose between corporate professionalism and entrepreneurship as your career path so dinesh thank you so much for bringing in this topic into our notice and uh, gracing us with your presence to discuss about this and help the listeners learn more about it because i think it's something very important for everybody's life and most of us at some point or the other do go through that dilemma whether we should choose between corporate professionalism or entrepreneurship as our career path so We are very excited to learn from you how we can make that decision better. I hope I can help. I'm sure you will. <laughs> right. So, um my first question uh would be how do we decide based on our personality traits whether we would be a good corporate professional or not? So, I think um you know i'm no expert in this subject i can only give my you know personal experience and that's what uh, you know i believe that uh, will probably help some people distinguish between you know what is it that i need in order to be a corporate professional you know what do i need to be an entrepreneur uh to be honest to begin with they're not very far from each other right i think both uh, require resilience both require a level of ambition um I think the fundamental difference between being a corporate professional and an entrepreneur is are you okay with a mundane sort of a job on a daily basis right so when you're when you're a corporate professional a lot of times you know you go to work um and you're basically just doing it for a paycheck right but you know that the the kind of quality of work that uh, the output is there uh is probably something that you're just kind of churning out on a daily basis um if you're okay with that right and and a lot of people like a very steady stream of income right um because you have bills to pay you you don't want to be able to take the risk um and you would end up becoming corporate professional now having said that there's different layers of corporate uh, corporate uh, professionalism right there's the basics there's the mid to sort of senior managers and then there is the executives uh, and all of them have a very different journey um even on a daily basis right so a ceo of a company has a very different day from somebody who's let's say an accountant or just a sales executive right um so i think the the fundamental difference is your risk taking ability right are you are you wanting to take that risk are you okay with performing a job on a daily basis that's very similar in fashion day in day out month in month out right uh, that typically becomes the nature of a corporate professional um having said that an entrepreneur can also go through some of those phases right sometimes as an entrepreneur you may not have work for for days or for weeks right so what do you do at that time so um i think that's fundamentally the the distinguishing uh, thing about being a corporate professional is are you okay with sort of you know the run of the mill uh, on a daily basis you need to be okay with monotony 
Yes. Up absolutely. to a great extent. Yes. To be a good pro- corporate professional. Yeah. Amazing. So, if that makes me a good corporate professional to have a lot of resilience and to be okay to accept mundane work up to a great extent, what is it that would make me a good entrepreneur on the other hand? What personality trait should one have to be a good entrepreneur? So I think um, you know the textbook definitions I'm going to talk about first right and I think most people would probably relate to this to say that um the biggest thing that you need to be an entrepreneur is you have to be able to take risks you have to be okay with the fact that you know you might invest some money into something and they not, that may not give you the returns that either you imagined or uh, aspired to have or no returns at all right So starting with the mindset saying that it's okay to fail I think is the number one thing that it takes to be an entrepreneur right, right. um and I think um you have to have a certain elevated level of passion for what it is you want to do versus being a corporate professional now again I it's it's it becomes very challenging when you compare these two because you know it's i mean i can be passionate in my corporate Absolutely. professional but profession that i'm following i could be an excellent digital marketer for example uh, and still not be an entrepreneur so how to judge based based on my passion which one to exactly choose? and i you know so you rightly said it you need passion across both because as a corporate professional you know if you don't have the passion you're not going to grow i mean it's as simple as that but there is um what the elevated level of passion that i'm talking about being an entrepreneur is something that is slightly a bit more on the emotional side of it to say this is what i'm going to be doing this is going to be feeding my family right this is going to be paying my bills so i think automatically because it you have a certain personal vested interest in in an entrepreneurship you tend to put in that little bit more effort right that little bit more passion that comes you know from deep down inside your heart that's the that's the level of elevation that i'm talking about right which you you may or may not put uh, today in your corporate uh, job i mean there's a lot of people that go all out in terms of passion as well right so i think you know the ability to take risks um you know and i think their timing is also a key thing right what point in your life are you at um i think it's uh, it's a no brainer that the earlier you start in terms of being an entrepreneur you have a lot more time in terms of you know taking advantage of the learning curve right so if you're 20 21 years old and you just you want to go in and start something even if you fail in about a year's time that's okay because you have 30 more years of your you know work life left for you to learn from and sort of adapt to that and change so i think there's the yeah, typically maybe i think i would say three things one is risk taking ability one is that elevated level of passion in knowing what it is you want to do and knowing what it is you're good at um and third thing is what i just talked about i i feel it absolutely right uh, and i totally agree with that uh, especially because uh, sometimes the passion needs to be much more than just paying for your own bills imagine you're an entrepreneur who has 50 employees and even if the business is down sometimes you have to keep it afloat because those houses depend on you so your passion is also regarding taking care of those salaries or those employees who are dependent on your business so even even that counts as a passion um Absolutely. when you're when you're deciding to take up a path uh, right. as an entrepreneur right. yeah exactly 
it's interesting to know how a person's personality or how that person has been raised or what he has been exp- he or she has been exposed to throughout his life sorry his or her life um decides or shapes them uh to to be more suitable either as a corporate professional or an entrepreneur however in both cases we all need to have certain skills so what do you suggest if somebody wants to pursue a career as a corporate professional what skill set should they have so in terms of skill sets i think um, you know typically one would when you talk about skill sets you divide it into hard and soft right i think a basic hard skill would be that in order for you to venture out into any sort of a sort of a corporate vertical you would need to have at minimum uh, a basic education level right right, right. um certain countries certain jobs they require different levels and layers of education right right but at minimum you would need to be you know a college graduate in yes. order to get a job so yes let's assume that you did a business degree out of a good college in whatever country that you are from uh, that whatever country you're pursuing a job in that would be qualified as a basic hard skill that you would need to have definitely in addition to that uh, college degree what you specifically major in like typically in your you know i guess we know this because we're both university graduates you would have electives you would have certain subjects that you would want to focus on most definitely some specializations and some are minors absolutely right so for example i did a combination of finance and marketing as my majors because yeah. i always knew that i wanted to do a sort of blend of both of those which in a, which is an excellent combination to have because they're two very opposite fields exactly right so i think those hard skills um you know having a college degree that gives you an overall you know sort of um background on business you know case studies etc um further to that you could do additional courses beyond your college in terms of any hard skills that your job may require for example if you're an IT professional you know having you knowledge of, exactly yeah. right you know any kind of a software or something that you uh, would need to learn about so those certifications diplomas innovations updating yourself exactly. keeping yourself updated exactly yeah. so those are the hard skills typically that one would require in order to be a successful corporate professional in terms of the softer skills uh, and i think you and i just spoke about this uh, you know uh, a while ago i think um, relationship building how is it that uh, there is interaction with people at work meaning your colleagues absolutely. subordinates seniors absolutely right um you know that that goes a long way yeah um i have seen this personally i'm sure you've probably seen this personally in your uh, corporate life as well um maintaining relationships with people at work being Very able crucial. to absolutely being able to you know uh, get the best out of either yourself or your colleagues um and teamwork that goes a long way right yeah uh, i agree as a corporate professional you need to have the skill in you how to be a team player because sometimes you have to contribute as a team person sometimes you have to get your team to contribute and that requires skill absolutely um sort of link to that is then you know i think you you also mentioned this is communication yes you have to be a good communicator yes right um whether it is written or verbal or whether it is even through body language yeah i think that uh, is something that is it required plays a key as well role, yes um So I think those in terms of you know sort of the hard and softer skill sets is something that are the basics 
that you would uh, you know require to be a successful corporate professional no matter which level of success you are absolutely at. absolutely yes. these are the fundamentals and the, the further up you go in the corporate world you have to be polished you need ha- you obviously have to you know refine some of those skills uh, whether they are hard or soft skills and that's part of the learning process yeah. right i yeah. mean starting from the bottom to the top in the corporate world your journey there teaches you a lot right in terms of how it is you need to deal with different people uh, whether you're a people manager or not yeah. uh, you learn all of those things and you know it's obviously a, a gradual journey that one uh, goes through so experience i think it's on the all. job learning as well yeah experience right. above all right yeah. absolutely yeah on the same hand um are these the same skills that an entrepreneur needs to have or are they different That's uh that's a tricky question to answer because you know a lot of people might debate that you know there is so many self-made entrepreneurs that you see globally today right and all of them boast about not having any hard skills to begin with Yeah is that something to be proud about <laughs> I think that that probably is right because that goes to show that entrepreneurship um as they say uh, as they might debate is something that is inherent in you possible you may be born as one possible you may or may not be born as one possible. right there are there are some people who are very successful entrepreneurs after getting a lot of hard skills in terms of a lot of you know specialization in a particular field right so not everybody who's just not gone to school or college has become a successful entrepreneur that's also not true yes uh statistically speaking the the you know the biggest billionaires today uh coincidentally are people college who, dropouts <laughs> exactly right <laughs> yes so i think uh, but having said that uh you know college degree or a university degree is not the only hard skill yeah. right a lot of people's life teaches them experience you know people go through certain experiences that can be qualified as hard skills as well so you're talking about street smartness here absolutely right so how do you, how does one become street smart and th- those are your life experiences that teach you right um how you grew up as a child what was your exposure what you know what did your parents do while you were growing up those can be you know homemade sort of skill sets that are inherent to you right right so um as much as i want to say they are similar and i i'm i'm a total propagator of uh, education whether you want to be a corporate professional or an entrepreneur make sure you get a great university degree because learning that. never fails absolutely yes. right so that formal education is something that is something that will always help you uh, no matter uh, you know uh, what way you decide to go however it can be debated on whether being an entrepreneur is that really a necessary thing or not so like we talked about that so that's one uh, aspect of it and i think the rest of it is is similar right um apart from being a, a smart person you know you need to have basic financial skills um and even if you don't have those financial skills that's absolutely okay and there's entrepreneurs that have been very successful um but they would always have somebody who has the knowledge of the financial skills. and you can always outsource those things yes. right yes. so i think this is uh, you know I, i i talk about this example very often with a lot of friends as well this has happened to me personally in, in my case my wife is an entrepreneur yes uh, a self made one right yes. so she comes from no background of entrepreneurship she was a corporate professional she was a corporate professional she was a copywriter in the advertising world um and obviously you know her personal circumstances she felt that you know what I could probably do this for my own benefit. And being a creative person, you know, she was very forthcoming in terms of saying that you know what, I have no idea about finances. So if you ask me to put numbers on an Excel sheet, that actually scares me. So even is, though she is excellent at what she does. 
yes right so from a creative perspective from you know being out there in terms of uh, you know pitching ideas to businesses uh, you know today she's obviously learned that skill uh, yeah. as she's gone along 5 years of being an entrepreneur but when she started off she numbers she had the financial skills numbers scared her exactly mm-hmm. right so she would look at numbers and be like man that scares me like how am i going to do this right and this is where i stepped in because you know i had a bit of a think for finance so you so, fulfill that role right so i said you know what let me start you off on this let me tell you about how these things work etc so i was the finance skill for her which basically she picked on obviously Over quite the time. Uh, quite quickly and today you know she basically has no need for me so she's kicked <laughs> me out of her business um, right but uh, so i think um, skill sets are very similar uh, like we talked about both hard and soft um, and yeah so i think that's uh, no major differentiation there I think whatever works for corporates works for entrepreneurs the other way around as well but uh, I think entrepreneurs can probably go uh, have a go at it without having uh, certain skill sets that are corporate professional you can outsource those yeah, kind of things absolutely. If, if you have the resources absolutely yes so what if i have all the personality traits to be an excellent corporate professional i acquire all the skills required the hard skills the soft skills and i have made myself really suitable uh, to take up a job in a in a good firm as a respectable corporate professional what all can i achieve through this route what are the goals i can fulfill through the corporate professional route right so i think um, one of the key differences between a corporate professional route and an entrepreneurship it can be argued that through the corporate uh, route you you tend to have a relatively steadier flow of income right yes yes so you know you get your monthly salary you may be having some sort of commissions and bonuses on top that may have a certain frequency of it but that's you know the icing on the cake but um that is something that tends to give a lot of people a bit of comfort to say you know what i see a fixed amount of money that comes into my bank account i think that then leads to what something you and i just talked about is how do you leverage that stable income because you know that for an x amount of time that that's what's going to hit your bank account you are able then to plan uh, a little bit better in terms of what the future looks like for you monetarily yes so, because you're sure that you're getting that salary you're getting paid for those many months with x amount absolutely yeah right um, and that then leads to financial planning right so right. like you mentioned you know are you able to take off a certain amount and consistently invested into something that will grow this money for you in the future definitely so in terms of financial planning family planning whether you're you know putting money aside for your child whether you're putting money aside for your own retirement or simply investing or simply multiply. investing or yes. or maybe to become an entrepreneur in the future Possible. you know right yeah. so uh, those are things that you might be able to do a little bit better being a corporate professional um another things you would uh, possibly see or you would possibly like within the corporate uh, vertical is growth right um i'm not trying to say that growth is slower within entrepreneurship versus the corporate route but you typically have a steady level of growth being a corporate professional and you may enjoy that uh, so that is something that could be quite fulfilling for a lot of people i think yes some people really enjoy having the clarity as a corporate professional that this is the ladder that they may climb if they do so and so so they know where they are going and if they want to grow they can grow and go up that ladder absolutely yeah you're absolutely right um 
and i think the third thing that works uh, better in terms of uh, you know the corporate route is is the exposure the learning that you're able to get uh, as you're exposed and involved in in uh, different verticals of a business um you know take the exa- i'll give an example of kellogg's it's the most recent thing that comes to mind being a company that is into production of uh, you know food um today we have a, an office you know that has multiple verticals you know there's supply chain there's finance there's hr there's marketing there's trade marketing and sales so you get to have an uh, you know an overall aspect of strategy you know where is the company heading you have to have you have an input in that right uh, as a corporate professional you have a say in terms of what goes on from an innovation perspective behind the brand now you as an entrepreneur may also make those decisions but you may not make those decisions as frequently or you may not have the bandwidth to sort of reach those uh, aspects of uh, you know a business but in the corporate world you tend to automatically be associated and be part of all of these things um so i think that learning uh, in the corporate world probably comes a little bit early on uh, when it comes to exposure of different uh, verticals of a business so i think those three things probably are are what uh, in terms of fulfillment absolutely in absolutely the way you sum it up uh, it may even tempt people uh, to take up a corporate professional route immediately because a you have stable income uh, which is consistently there right from an early age b you know that you can grow if you are working rightly towards it and you're continuously growing as a person because you're learning you're being exposed to so much more so it's not just about the professional growth you also keep on growing as a person Absolutely. Yeah, and everybody's corporate journey is very different, you know. Some experience it uh, much faster than others. Um, you know, so I think yeah, how you pace yourself, what it is you want to get out of it, uh is at the end of the day what matters. Right? So in that case, I I mean, listening to you, I feel like corporate professionalism would be the best route for anybody <laughs> to take up. So then why would anybody want to be a, an entrepreneur what what goals can a person fulfill being an entrepreneur so that's a great question right and i think um, both have their pros and cons so now let's pick it up one by one we talked about financial stability and you know being a corporate professional but as an entrepreneur the sky is the limit right on the other hand you can also have a lot of losses because you have a bigger risk appetite absolutely and that's something we talked about earlier on is to say that you know being an entrepreneur you uh, obviously would assume that uh, you know you're taking some sort of a calculated risk yes so you know if you have an x amount of money uh, and you know that this is what you require to you know to sort of sustain for the future you're not going to go all in and sort of bet that money into a business and then fail and say you know what now i have nothing left yeah that's not the best scenario right yes. not the best scenario but typically people get into that as well and uh, you know fine it is it is something that you you know bet big on and that may not pay off yes however typically you know um, if if you're uh, you know um, a calculated entrepreneur and in the way that you start um, you know again the sky is the limit right if you if you know what it is that you're doing you're passionate enough about what you're going to be starting right and then you have that level of confidence so resources uh, you know let's say that they they're going to be available but that confidence in terms of saying that this is i know that this is going to succeed then you know you could make Uh, make it big right so i think that uh, in itself as a comparison between a corporate professional and an entrepreneur uh, both have their pros and cons yeah i agree so uh, if i understand it right what you're trying to say is that the perseverance of an entrepreneur may not pay you with the same consistency 
as that of a corporate professional but it may even pay you bigger absolutely at some point of time exactly in the short term in the long term you know whatever time scale you want to look at it can be a lot more fulfilling in terms you know monetarily yes the amount of hard work that goes into it maybe slightly more. more yes right which is the whole nature of being an entrepreneur because yes. at the end of the day you are the one that is going to be leading the direction of where this organization is going to be heading and exactly that's what you said in the beginning that you need to have passion otherwise you can't drive the way you are supposed to drive as an entrepreneur exactly yes so and that brings me to the second point in terms of what are the goals you can fulfill being an entrepreneur i think is um if it is an entrepreneurship where you know you are the sole decision maker i think that in itself is extremely empowering luxury of time you right? own your time <laughs> exactly um to be able to say that you know what this is the direction that i want to clearly go in these are the customers that i want to be able to target mm. those are the people i want to be able to speak to when mm. it comes to my business mm. eventually this is where i want to get to right so you you strategize your vision in your mind you may even formalize it in a document which most entrepreneurs also do you know you create a business, business plan, plan yeah. you write a strategy document yeah. just like you do in the corporate world right um but to be able to be that person who's the whole and soul like in the case of you know you are the whole and soul of this entrepreneurship in that case it is extremely fulfilling to somebody to say you know what the future of this entire organization and the people that i've employed behind it is my decision yeah right yeah and because i know what i'm doing this is where i'm going to take it this is what i know it's going to lead to so that sort of feeling itself is so empowering a lot of people enjoy that a yeah. lot of people don't like it a lot of people don't like that control or power but a lot of people do enjoy it absolutely yeah yeah uh, to to be able to have the freedom uh, of your time or your decision making a lot of people enjoy it yes yes and when it comes to learning and i'm sure you'll agree on this i think honestly speaking there is nothing better than being an entrepreneur in terms of the learning curve oh, that yes. is so steep oh yes because you start from the scratch because you got to go figure everything out by yourself unless let's say you're inheriting a business or whatever you know you might have something to fall back on i think you still have to learn right you still have to learn and yes. you know constantly improvise but if you're you know starting from the scratch in terms of something that you know that that doesn't exist today the learning curve on that is extremely steep right so again it's 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 unfair to compare the learning curve versus you know a corporate professional and an entrepreneur both have their learning curves but my belief is that the steepness of the learning curve especially for an entrepreneur that's starting off fresh is probably the most fulfilling and and probably the steepest so for the people who like a lot of challenges or want a lot of adventure or thrill in their life entrepreneurship can be an excellent choice for them in terms of the kind of things that they can learn yes provided uh, that they are ready for an adventure that <laughs> may go well or may not go well yeah of course <laughs> that's how we began right? right you have to be ready to fail as an entrepreneur exactly right? it's a wild ride yeah uh, so so what i understand from this is it's not about good or bad it's not about this being better than the other Absolutely. one there's no comparison that this route will suit better or is better than the other one depends on the kind of person depends on their personality trait depends on their skills depends on what kind of goals they want to achieve some exactly. people would like the corporate route better and some people would enjoy the entrepreneurship absolutely More. there is no way to say that one is better than the other yeah i think like we just discussed both have their own objectives uh, both have their own outcomes um and both are equally exciting 
you know and it yes. also all depends on you know who you are and what it is you want to achieve most definitely this whole discussion brings me to a very important question what if somebody starts off as a corporate professional has all the right skills gets a good job enjoys the job gives everything that the person could for his or her role gets success as well as a corporate professional but somewhere he or she may feel that can i be an entrepreneur as well is it possible that a corporate professional can be an entrepreneur as well so great question i think um, the answer to that is simply yes okay right? um again i think it comes back to how you uh, see your objectives right and what it is your goals are so if you feel that you've peaked in your corporate career right and it is you know probably the next level or the next uh, level of growth for you is probably too far away and you've acquired the skill sets that is required in order for you to take benefit of that learning for yourself then that is probably the best time that you should probably switch to being an entrepreneur right and a lot of people do that you'll see a lot of people that peak their you know career Are sort of at an age of 40 45 or whatever it is and then say you and know what i've learned everything i need to about this business why don't i make it work for myself yes absolutely some people may view this as being you know let's say quote unquote unethical but there's nothing wrong with that absolutely right so um yeah there's nothing that stops a corporate professional from becoming an entrepreneur at any stage you could you could just get 2 years of uh, corporate experience you know learn learn the works learn the system work for a multinational go out there and do something for yourself or you could do it at the age of 50 55 60 whatever it is right, right. Uh, there is there is no uh, limit to that so i think it's it's personally when you feel right all of these things all come down to what it is you aspire to be yeah and i think you know i go with a lot of feelings of instinct when it comes to uh, entrepreneurship and if you instinctively feel that this is the right time for you to step from um you know the corporate world into an entrepreneur's uh, uh, role then that's absolutely the time that you should do it or it could also be as it happened in my case where i realized that that route is not for me uh, i joined as a as a corporate professional and i realized that 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 does not suit my personality type and i'm not okay to pursue that route and that's when i switched to uh being an entrepreneur yeah so it could also be that a person may begin with the corporate route and realize that that's not their cup of tea absolutely and switch to being an entrepreneur and in fact you know what you'll you'll see that uh, the opposite happens as well really right entrepreneurs become corporate professionals too absolutely and i've seen a lot of those examples to say you know what yes i thought i wanted to be an entrepreneur right i started something i was successful in doing that but it's something that wasn't personally uh, gratifying for me or personally satisfying for me because i feel that i had peaked that as well yes and they may maintain that yes and say you know what working for a company working for a multinational i like what i get from that right you yeah. know exactly i yeah. want to be able to be exposed to a lot more markets for example or a yeah. lot more roles what yeah. goes on behind the scenes when it comes to uh, a multinational or even a local company whatever that might be right right, right. um and there is something that is also satisfying uh, you know to an entrepreneur from from that aspect so i've seen a lot of people do that as well so it kind of works both ways So it's totally flexible. Absolutely. You may pick one, experiment with it, stick to it if you like, and switch to the other if you don't like. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. And what would be the right age or time to make the decision 
whether one should choose the corporate path or the path of entrepreneurship i think simply put there is no right age or time i think again it is instinctive it is when you feel you are ready for whatever it is you want to do so i think you need to sort of probably make a decision early on <clears throat> right so um as you're finishing up school as you know you're sort of getting closer to becoming a working professional or whether that is going to be within the corporate system or whether that's going to be an entrepreneur i think that's the time you need to sort of decide which way you want to go initially and like we just talked about sort of switching um i will say this that the earlier you get into uh, being an entrepreneur uh the better it is because you're able to take advantage of the learning the curve. learning curve yeah right being able to start small being able to invest small into something right you may have a high level of confidence you may need a small investment to start something and that may pick up for you right, right. and so you take advantage of time for your side because then you have 30 years to, right. to sort of milk that idea and and grow that to to what so entrepreneurship the earlier started the better uh I think the the same goes for you know being a corporate professional as well. But what point you switch between the two? I don't think there's any sort of limit to that. I really like what you said right now uh, about starting entrepreneurship earlier. I think there needs to be an ease on the pressure because I feel that um, a lot of times the kids or the college grads have uh, this pressure that they have to choose the right career path at once, or you know you have to make this life-changing decision and it has to be right. So probably people can relax on that decision making. It's okay if they choose this route or that route. and they can always switch and see the results for themselves also sometimes people get blocked thinking that if i'm young how do i have the resources to be an entrepreneur but there are so many ways that you can start lean right so you just need to educate yourself how you can start with minimum resources and take baby steps and then you can go from there right absolutely and i think that on its own is you know something that we could discuss is how if you do decide to become an entrepreneur and you don't have the resources that's required for the idea that you have there's multiple ways in terms of getting you know funding for that whether it's through angel investors whether it is through you know your own funding uh, and you know a completely different topic on its own Most but definitely. but yeah. absolutely what you said is spot on you know putting that pressure on yourself early on um, i don't think there is a need to do that what you need to know is you know specifically in terms of a skill set what is it that i want to basically go after right um pick a skill set in the beginning rather than say i'm a you know sort of a general person you may not become be a general person early on or you may right but most typically you would want to focus on certain aspects of the business world or whatever other field it is that uh, that you want to get into so yeah i think you know that that pressure is something that you should probably be able to uh, step away from but also look instinctively where it is you want to go and and start early eventually the clarity will only come when you're doing something exactly yeah and just emphasizing a little more on uh, the last question that i want to discuss today as you already said that you can always switch from this career path to that career path uh, what happens uh, if somebody wants to switch the career path midway for example you have been a corporate professional for 10 years and you have switched or want want to switch to be an entrepreneur or you've been an entrepreneur for so long you're set in that way and you want to take up a path in the corporate world so can people do that is it easy how do they do it um <clears throat> yeah i don't think there's anything easy or difficult about it uh, i'm sure there's plenty of examples of people uh, having done that 
and i think that's a discussion that we have had as well there's no right or wrong between either one of them to do it uh if you're talking specifically in terms of a career graph and how it impacts you um again i think the answer would be it depends uh you could be a corporate professional for 10 years be very successful grow at the pace that a you know a corporate professional would typically grow for 10 years you could then move into being an entrepreneur right be an entrepreneur for a couple of years and then let's say that you make a decision to come back into the co- uh, corporate world you could immediately go in for an executive level position because that's an excellent example right that that entrepreneurship would give you such a boost to yes. say that any company would want to hire you as a as the ceo for their company right and and there's been ex- plenty of examples of that as well you know i i have personal example to share you know my uncle who basically started off as an entrepreneur moved to the corporate world became an entrepreneur again again moved back to the so he switched twice between the two right and the graph has been upward the graph has been upward and relatively faster than a typical graph of somebody sticking within one you know space yeah right so yeah. kind of jumping between the two also works for some people it may not work for some people as well right so that's and a strategy that can be adapted absolutely can fit you cannot fit right you. so typically speaking your career path can be defined you know kind of sticking within one as well and yes you can grow that way you could also jump and you know beat the curve if you kind of switch between uh, being corporate professional entrepreneur it it works for some it doesn't work for some so i again i don't think there is anything that you can say that is a, a right or wrong to do or a proven formula for that there's no that. blockage absolutely it's totally there's, there flexible there should be there should be nothing to stop you from doing what you believe is the right thing for you to do right awesome so just to sum it up your personality type your the the kind of environment you have been exposed to the kind of person you have grown up to be the kind of skills you've acquired or the kind of goals that you want to achieve definitely are the deciding factors uh based on which you decide whether you want to take the corporate route or the route of entrepreneurship right absolutely so i think you summed it up quite well um and to kind of reiterate to say that there isn't one that's better than the other right i think the the key fundamentals you want to keep in mind is to you want to be able to start early whatever way you want to go uh go with your in- instinct build on your skills know what it is you want to do right and have a certain level of confidence in what you want to do right and then be able to pursue that right so again to reiterate there's no one thing that's better than the other right people have seen successes big successes across being either a corporate professional or an entrepreneur i think we have seen enough of examples uh, you know All as individuals yes. on on both so yes. uh, i think you've summed it up quite well yeah and you always have the luxury of switching the routes if it doesn't suit you absolutely right yeah. you know be flexible uh, you know and everything starts with a mindset so if one thing isn't working for you be be fearless enough to try the other right yeah, yeah. um I think don't let resources ever uh, stop you from doing what it is you want to. Yeah. I think those are the things that you should always be able to figure out. Yeah. You may always be able to figure out. Right. What's most important is you knowing directionally where it is you want to go, what it is you want to do. And take that decision and act on it. Absolutely. Yeah. Dive into it. <laughs> Both feet in. <laughs> Thank you so much Dinesh. It has been a pleasure having this discussion with you and I'm sure the listeners are going to enjoy so much your feedback, your tips and I'm sure somebody out there would be helped uh with some decision making through this conversation. I certainly hope so. Yeah. Thank you for your time here. Thank If you, you like much. it, please do rate and review and keep listening. <laughs>